Perhaps you've heard the title, The Border Bill. Well, what if I told you the bill that the Senate Democrats released, $118.3 billion, had very little to do with the border? That's right. Once again, lies in the seat, and the news media is running coverage for the Democrats. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden. Let's get emboldened. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden. All right. So the border deal. Once again, we have to look at the actual facts. Let's find out what is in the $118 billion bipartisan Senate security bill that the Congress has since rejected. Well, let's go through it as best we can, line from line. Some of the bill that was released, which by the way, if you want to check this out, Red Sea conflicts were about $2.4 billion. The Indo-Pacific was $4.8 billion. Gaza was $10 billion. Israel was $14.1 billion. And the actual border was $20.2 billion. And then the remaining, which there's a lot of remaining, $60.1 billion went to the Ukraine. What the hell is this? This is not a border security bill. This is the Democrats pushing through the funding of all the wars that Biden has gotten us into. And I'm not saying he got, well, yeah, it's all the wars that he's gotten us into because he's made cognate decisions in order to be funding these things, his entire administration. You want to talk about (laughs) smoke and mirrors? This is why people get pissed off about the Democrats. They get upset because the news media seems to be mostly left-leaning, and they go and they just push the entire narrative that the Democrats are pushing out to people, saying, well, if the Republicans in Congress, they, they kill this thing, they're not serious about the border. No, they're very serious about the border. Tell me, what the hell does it have to do with the border protection when we're putting $60 billion in aid to the Ukraine in what really is their security bill? So you know what news media, CNN, and all these other news outlets that have all of a sudden gone with this? Why don't you call it exactly what it is? This reminds me of back in Florida with the whole uh, don't say gay bill, which was the entire news media. Nowhere in the damn document that say anything about not saying gay. Matter of fact, you can still say gay, 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 and more gay all day long in any Florida classroom. You're not getting arrested. It was about the books and resources and whether they should be part of a curriculum at such a young age. But you know, the news media, they control everything right now. And we just got to put a little bit of common sense around the overall picture of what's going on. So what does this bill actually do for the border measures? Well, as I just stated, there's only about $20 billion, $20.2 billion in United States border security. And the way that this was allotted was they said it would go at the border with Mexico to combat drug trafficking. It would also give the government emergency powers to refuse entry to migrants that are crossing the border. 
and to quickly expel those who had already entered the United States. I want to know how. Just throwing money at a problem does not make the problem go away. They then said those powers would not restrict the entry of U.S. citizens or others with a legal basis to enter the country. Uh, better not, not for $20.2 billion. You better get your act together. It says the powers would kick in whenever the border control catches an average of at least 4,000 people crossing the southern border outside of ports of entry each day during a single week. The government would be required to use those tools once crossings top 5,000 a day per week. Wait a minute, record scratch right here. You mean to tell me? If 2,000 people are pouring over our border every single day, then the $20.2 billion, they don't access the money, that it's only when they have a border crossing that actually counts the 4,000 or 5,000 a day per week that they're going to use these funds. Oh my God. I don't think that our government could get any stupider. And the Democrats pushing this through saying that this is a bipartisan deal. The Republicans in the Senate, too, you're all a bunch of JAs. And Congress, thank you. Thank you for finally saying, you know what? Can we get down to the single issue? We need to actually address the border. This whole war with the Ukraine, this, this whole thing that's going on in Gaza, we are not making the world any safer. And I can tell you, if you're a Democrat right now listening to the show, you're going to lose the next election. There's no way that Joe Biden can win against Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump did not put us into wars. Donald Trump had better common sense foreign policy when it came to dealing with others. His record stands for itself. One of the first presidents not to put us back into an endless war. But uh, we know who Joe Biden answers to. We know who Nikki Haley answers to. This concept, you're going to get put $20.2 billion and do nothing until your numbers hit a certain mark at the border? Come on. What do you think the American public is? Stupid? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I forgot. Some of the American public is stupid because right now they're stating that the GOP delivered a death blow, the much needed border security, uh, when they probably didn't even look at the bill. It would allow up to 5,000 migrants each day and they would look the other way. What is that for border safety and security? How is that fighting back against the illegal drug trade? How is that fixing the problems in this country? Only in Joe Biden's America does Joe Biden and his administration and the Democrats say, you know what? If you want to steal a little bit from a store, just don't steal more than $100 from this Walgreens. You think that's a joke? No, that's how it's playing out in liberal cities across this country. They've decriminalized theft, ladies and gentlemen. Bold Americans, it is legal to steal up to certain dollars worth of amounts, depending on what state you live in this country. You know, it used to be you stole from a store in the wild, wild west. You got shot before you ever left the store. It used to be that you were thrown in prison. You had hefty fines. You were treated like the criminal that you were. Perhaps we can go back to the mentality of treating people like criminals when they do things wrong. If you come into the country illegally and do nothing to try to make that right, you don't go through any proper channels, you are a criminal. How does that make me hateful of people that are coming into the country? I've had people say to me, well, you know, Greg, uh, yeah, you're just stoking the fears of the, the far right. Screw you. Screw you and your moral horse that you rode in on because you obviously don't understand the law whatsoever, 
or what moral grounds that everybody's talking about. We want people to be able to come into this country. We invite people to come into this country for better opportunities, but we believe that there is a legal way that they can go about doing so, and that way we can invite them in and be part. Yes, I understand. When the illegals come in, they get jobs, they pay Social Security, they pay taxes, well, pay their taxes, they're contributing, they're taking jobs, right? They're, they're contributing in the members. That just completely disregards the whole fact they're still cheating a system when they come over that had something in place for them. So yes, I'm frustrated by the games that the Democrats continue to play in the court of public perception, turning the news media, their lackeys, into reporters to try to shape this public narrative. Now, the bill does not provide anything for dreamer immigrants. There's nothing in there. But how do we go the $60.6 billion in additional in Ukraine? How is that protecting our borders? Now, maybe what you're saying is, well, you know what? If we don't give the $60 billion, it's going to continue to blow up. And eventually uh, people are going to come here and we'll have war on our, uh, our shores. So therefore we need bull, bull, end our agreements right now. Honor whatever we have left that we got to do <laughs> with our foreign entanglements that are unconstitutional anyway. And it's time to stop our foreign entanglement with all other governments and let people start fending for themselves. I don't think Americans realize the way that we're looked at from other countries. When you go over into the Middle East, when you go over into Asia, when you go talk to the people, uh, even in Europe, there is a different perspective of America than Americans actually have of themselves. We are full of ourselves, America. We have bought in to a narrative that right now, uh, half the country, I really believe, thinks that we are in this moral authority to bring democracy and freedom to the world, and they have no idea how big the military-industrial complex, the censorship-industrial complex, the mainstream media, as well as the mainstream alternative media, is all pulling the strings behind the scenes in order to manipulate you, the average person. And instead, they paint words like conspiracy theory. So when people like myself try to point out the God-honest truth to everybody about the ridiculousness and how asinine bills like this are, that they go, oh, he's just being a conspiracy theorist. Oh, he's a Donald Trump supporter. Oh, he doesn't call January 6th an insurrection. Therefore, his opinion doesn't matter. Okay, that's fine. That just tells me you have no brain. That tells me that you're not firing any brain cells to see what the other side is looking at, and you're allowing people to force feed you like you're a pig at the sty when they put the food out. That's what I see people doing right now. You are pigs. You're people going over into the corner. They got to eat my food. Got to eat my food. Democrats, good. Joe Biden. That's what you guys are. You're pigs. You're eating and you're disgusting. Start looking at the facts. Why is it $60 billion in a border bill? Why is this not cut out? Didn't you guys like the, the whole concept of creating bills that were simplistic? Wasn't it you that aligned back then with a John McCain saying, cut the pork? Wasn't that bipartisan to say, yeah, we got to stop throwing all these other things? The border bill is nothing but pork for what? The military industrial complex and for measures that are not helping create safety for ourselves across this world at all. It's continuing to stoke the flames of fire in the Middle East. 
It is continuing to stoke the flames of fire. You want to know why Russia is moving nuclear ammunitions over to possibly back to Cuba? That was a story just a few weeks ago. Because of what we're doing right now in our aid. We are fighting a proxy war against Russia without firing any bullets, any missiles, or anything else from our soldiers. That's right. We're happy to have other people die. But you know what? The other country that's becoming depopulated as a result of our proxy war... The blood is on the administration's hands. It's on the military-industrial complex's hand. I'm not going to look the other way. So when the Republicans in Congress kill the border bill in quotes, they're not killing a border bill, ladies and gentlemen. What they just killed is a foreign aid bill wrapped up into an assassination attempt against the Republican Party to make sure that they look bad in the upcoming election season and say, once again, the Republicans aren't doing anything about the border. Meanwhile, the Republicans are basically saying, what the F is this? Would you please get the pork out of the bill so we can actually talk about the border? That's how we're going to do bipartisan measures moving forward. I'm positive right now they're going to be like, well, Trump told them that they need to oppose this and therefore it's all going to collapse. How many people are actually going to look at the bill, look and see what's in there and break down the numbers I just broke down for you? How many CNN articles are you going to see? MSNBC articles are you going to see? Well, guess what? I did the work for you and no, there is no one telling you that the border bill is stuffed with pork that have nothing to do with securing the damn border. And it is a false border deal when you're saying, well, it's contingent upon 5,000 people per day. Then that money kicks in. No, the money should kick in right now for every single individual in order to start processing people properly and say, hey, where are you coming from? Why are you coming here? Great. This is the avenue that you need to take. Let's bring you in this way legally. Let's get Congress to work on that, Senate to work on that. But that's not what they're doing. This smoke and mirrors, dog and pony show, all about the election year, it's all going to backfire in a brilliant way against the Democrats. You know, I've been saying consistently now for the past year that I'm not for Donald Trump. I'm not for Joe Biden. But you know what? I know who I'm not for at this point in time. I'm not for any of the Democrat candidates. I'm not for the Democrat way of leadership at this point in time. And so I'm anybody but Democrat. And if that's Donald Trump that I got to pull the lever for, I'm not doing it in a way that I'm excited about it because he's got all these other things. But at least I know that I'm not getting what the Democrats continue to give me. All that stated, I still hope I have a different candidate. Maybe I will if some of these influencers that are out there continue to run the networking they're running in the way that they're running it. I'm laughing to myself thinking, did I really just do pig noises <laughs> the last segment, that first segment? I'm sorry, I got carried away. But I, I, I really, uh, people are being force-fed narrative and they don't realize that they're being force-fed narrative. And I'm going to say that this happens on all sides. People are smitten with social media influencers. I'm not going to do all this today on the show, but I did promise on Wednesday I was going to start dropping some information. So here we are with the, the final 14, 15 minutes of today's show. I'm going to start dropping a little bit of information for individuals. Over the next several weeks during shows, I'm going to bring in data. I'm going to bring in some stories, things I'm uncovering about some very prominent people, 
some are prominent on the X platform. Others might be heroes to you. And I might shatter your perception and heroes. I said on Booker Scott's show the other day, I, I, I have always known that when you're searching for something, there's two things that I was taught to do. The first was to do the prayer of St. Anthony. St. Anthony, St. Anthony, please come around. Something's been lost and cannot be found. And then you put your intent on what it is and you can find it. And I've always thought that that helps hone our skills to be able to see things. And then my friend Christine sent me a video of something that I've done for like the past, I don't know, 25 years that when you want to find something, you know what color it is, think about that color and it starts popping out in the room over and over. That's the only color that you're, you'll see. But when you're doing that, you become blissfully unaware of everything else that's around you. And so you don't notice all the other details that you probably should notice. And this is a problem for both Republicans and Democrats. I was blissfully unaware until just recently my good friend Chris Michaels pointed out to me as I was starting to work on these stories. He said, Greg, do you know how you can find General Mike Flynn's supporters and his channel on some different back channel communications? I said, no, I, I'm not really too sure I, I have any idea how to do that, Chris. He goes, well, they mark their accounts with three stars after their name when you get into some of these Telegram channels and other places. So look for the three stars. And you'll know where his supporters are and possibly people that are working with him. Once I looked at that, I realized there's lots of hidden code throughout tons of different social media channels. And within all of those codes, I also realize there are people that are manipulating you into believing something that is completely bull. There is no basis of truth in what they're saying. And if you knew what their backgrounds are, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't give them the time of day and follow anything that they're bringing up. The reason I'm talking about this is because the first person I'm going to start giving you some information about, if you're on social media, maybe you've heard this guy's name because he is one of the top accounts on Elon Musk's ex. His name is Dom Lucre. Now, Dom Lucre, that's not his real name. His real name is Dominic McGee. All right. Dominic McGee is uh, what I would look at at this point in time, a pathological liar. Now, I'm not just saying he's a pathological liar to, to slander him and to libel him. I'm actually looking at the evidence of the times that he has lied. And there's people that have been posting this, people like an account at Coffin It Up, William Coffin, which I'm sure that's not his real name either, but he's done a great job massively breaking this down. Now, Dom Lucre was just caught in an absolutely fabulous lie just a week ago. He was caught in a lie when he had someone who was a sexual abuse victim on his The Tunnels documentary. And if you watch The Tunnels, which I did, uh, I didn't want to, but I watched it for this show, you will see Dom in front of the Zoom screen where Manny Wax is talking about his sexual abuse. And he makes it look like he did the interview. The problem is, Dom, you didn't do the interview. I don't know what you were looking at during this movie outside of you were just trying to be cute and look good for the camera and help build your brand up a little bit more. Why does this matter? Dom Lucre has 1 million followers, excess of 1 million and growing. 
not only does he have 1 million followers, he gets 1.5 billion impressions per month. On top of that, that's bigger than the Drudge Report, by the way. That's a bigger reach than Matt Drudge. That's why I'm pointing this out. He is a major player in the media spectrum at this point in time. On top of that, Dom constantly brings up, I've selected you to be exposed, Jim Carrey. I've selected you, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, who's really Michael Obama. He goes into all these places. And what does he do? He just posts other people's stuff and he says he did the research. You're not a journalist, Dom. You know what you are? You are a, a librarian. You're a librarian who is just sourcing other people's work, putting your own watermark on it, and going, Dom Luker owns this. And guess what? It's worked for you for a long period of time because you were getting paid by Elon Musk. You're getting paid on that X platform with all the billions of people that you're bringing in. But he got demonetized and he got really angry about it. Not only did he get demonetized, but the Parzival, another account that uh, I, I follow and actually speak with, there's a private message where he's like, you should be happy I reposted your stuff without charging you. I did, you, I did yours for free, which showed that he was taking money to amplify other people's messages on his own page. Dom is the definition of grifter when you look up grifter in the dictionary. This is a guy who is going about putting out a false front of how great he is while fleecing everybody. If you are willing to fleece a sexual abuse victim and re-victimize them in your movie to make it look like they support your narrative, you're a horrible human being. Now, who was behind that movie? Well, that's going to be a person that gets their own separate episode here in the future. That's Lauren Witzke. See, Dom wasn't doing that interview in the film. He's not sitting across from Manny Walks. Manny was actually sitting across on a Zoom call. Lauren Witzke, fellow Delawarean. I'm ashamed to, to say that, but it was Lauren Witzke that was sitting across from her. Now, what do Dom and Lauren Witzke both have in common? Well, they're both former drug users. Now, before you go, well, that's slander. Nope, I got that directly from both of them. I can go back through media accounts. Matter of fact, Dom, 61 weeks ago, said he was a drug dealer. He was a scammer. He was a flocker. Uh, that was posted on his Instagram account. Underneath, not everything that he has done has stuck. I learned a lot and left a lot. So did he really leave a lot or is he still a liar? Is he still somebody scamming people? Is he still knowing that you will click on conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory and you will believe some of these absolutely ludicrous things that he's putting out there with no journalistic integrity? Because let me tell you, if you believe the tunnels, then you yourself are buying into something that a good journalist could debunk within seconds. Matter of fact, Dom actually debunked his own work about 15 minutes into his film when they said, what exactly happened? They said, oh, those tunnels? Yeah, we didn't want to get a permit. We don't have enough space to do worship. We own the buildings alongside. So we started doing the groundwork underneath to start creating a larger worship space. We got found out they shut us down. That's what was going on underneath the building. That's it. That's all. There's no need to see everything else that you want to see. I don't know. The mattresses were likely tied to some of these old tunnels that you were going into, which by the way, you can access those old railway tunnels all throughout New York. If you watch that film, he didn't go anywhere that was top secret or hidden. 
he tries to tie it to Pizzagate. He tries to tie it to all these things that, quite honestly, I, I just at this point in time, I got to kind of start questioning. If you think that Pizzagate is what human trafficking is all about, you don't understand Jack or S-H-I-T about what human trafficking is. Human trafficking is about your neighborhood around you. It's about the parents that decide they're going to sell off a child. It's the reason why public school teachers all across this country get trained in order to recognize signs of human trafficking of our students, because human trafficking is not the same thing that, unfortunately, people on the far right have romanticized it to be about Pizzagate and the elite. I'm not saying the elite doesn't have pedophile rings. I'm not saying that they don't do human trafficking, but the problem itself is actually in your backyard and you're turning a blind eye at it because you refuse to look at it because you're following people like Dom Luker who's trying to tell you that it's, oh, it's all these secret tunnels. This is the trafficking tunnels. They're right here. You know what, Dom? Why don't you get your own house in order? Why don't you not hire companies and work with companies that are going to lie to people, manipulate them, and then double down? And here's looking at you, TLMGlobalProductions.com, Lauren Witzke's company who lied to Manny. Shame on you, Lauren Witzke. And what do you have in common? Yeah, I said that you're also a drug user. Not only was Lauren Witzke a drug user, but she was a mule for the Mexican drug cartel. I got that information directly from an interview that she did here on WDEL in Wilmington, Delaware, when she was running for Senate. She proudly said it back then. I'm not making this up. You can find that information for yourself. <laughs> there's a lot that I can say. Now I can go the non-journalistic route and call her a nut job, or I can do the journalistic route and I can just say all the different things that she stated. And I'm going to save that for another show, another day, because right now it's on Dom Lucre. Dom, here's what I want to know. Did you, or did you not get an A plus from the warden school in Pennsylvania? Because what you state is that you did a small certificate program. You know how important certificate programs are at warden? They're barely important whatsoever. They don't give grades at certificate programs from what I was told when I called today up to their Philadelphia school, that it is basically you get a certificate at the end for passing the week's worth of work that they give you or whatever that curriculum may be, but it's not a pass uh, grade of an A+. So when you put on your bio that's publicly available on LinkedIn and everywhere else, do you have an A+, for the warden school in your... The certificate, that's the first part where you can say, what type of character do you have? Do you have to inflate a certificate from the warden school? The second question I have for Dom, Dom, did you ever finish your degree from Penn State? Because you state that you graduated from Penn State University. However, in May 10th, 2023, in a tweet that you put out there, you stated that you've addressed it in multiple spaces that you still have to finish an internship but you have all your credits. Look, I got to be honest with you. I worked in college admissions for years. I, I taught out of college. You didn't graduate if you still have to finish something. It doesn't matter if you have all the credits. Have you walked? Have you gotten the degree? I believe the answer to that may be no, because you have not stated anywhere that you finally got a degree, which would make you at this point in time between doubling down on Manny talking about this A+, talking about you know how you were a scammer in the, in the past, it means you're probably scamming people right now and then with your uh, ways that you're putting your resume out there. You don't have a degree. Now, if, you, if you've gotten it since then, I'm sorry. I just haven't seen your post, but as of May 10th, 2023, a little more than six months ago, you had not completed it. I'm going to call Penn State. I don't know if they'll share that information out of privacy, but I'm going to ask them if you were an alumni 
of their school. Because it sounds like to me, you might be a pathological liar. It sounds like to me that your life is actually counterfeit, that you are smoke and mirrors. You're putting out something now as a product and you're trying to say that you're so successful because look at what else everybody's coming on. But here's the thing. You're a scammer. You were a scammer before and you're scamming people now. And I don't blame you. You figured out that it's highly lucrative in order to do these type of things. I don't know what the uh, paperwork will say in the lawsuit against your credit company. Uh, you are the founder of Credit Cadabra, but I understand there might be an open lawsuit against the company. And uh, so there's individuals that are looking into that, other journalists. So I'll be curious to find out what their work is starting to tell me as well. Went on to your page. I called Credit Cadabra. Uh, the phone number that was on there when I called, I didn't get anything identifying as Credit Cadabra. I'm just curious. Do you have a license to operate in Tennessee? Did you have a license to operate in Huntsville, Alabama, Dalton, Georgia, all these different places where your company was running? Uh, were you uh, properly credentialed in order to offer credit repair? I don't know what that is. Uh, but with 5,500 people that were a part of your Facebook page, I'm guessing maybe. And then you say you were a successful CEO of a record company. I went to the Ivos recording and clothing page, which has 1,100 followers and 1,100 likes. I don't know. That doesn't sound too likable to me. I remember playing in a band that had close to 55,000 people that were liking and follow us back in the days of MySpace and having record labels talk to us from all over the place. If I had 1,100, I still probably would have been, you know, hey, I feel pretty good for being a local guy. But let me tell you, it felt a lot better when I hit those extra zeros, which I'm sure you know all about on the X platform. See, bold Americans, here's the problem with the people that you're following. You don't know the character of the individuals on the other side. Now, I also hear that he has a nonprofit, and I'm being told uh, by William Coffin's account that there is no tax ID on the charity, which is that fraudulent? If someone is running a charity and you claim to have found it and you're collecting money, which I don't know if he is or not, but if he does, he doesn't have the tax ID. Are we stealing money from people? The $10,000 that went to making the tunnels. Is that just about making you more money on top of it? Because it sort of seemed like it. it sort of seemed like you didn't want to do journalism and listen to the account of the people of what they were giving you. And so an open invite, Don Luker, I've asked you to be on the show. You've been ignoring me. I got plenty more information that I'm going to be unloading as I get into Lauren Witzke and what's going on here as I go into... Uh, some of the pieces that she has produced, like Died Suddenly, which I've cited on my show, and now I'm never going to cite that sh ever again. I refuse to. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Died Suddenly is now completely suspect information because I know that the person that produced it is a person that cannot be trusted. It's a former drug addict. I don't know if there's still a drug addict. All I can tell you is it's very interesting who gets selected to be in these roles. It's almost like they're selected so that way they can be blackmailed if they don't go with what they're supposed to go with. So if you don't believe me, you want to get into more uh, information about all this, you can find out Dom became the vice president of Ivo's record. He served in the military. He signed a four-year enlistment. Apparently, he got out 
of the military because of a family issue. Um, so he states that he was honorably discharged, but he doesn't actually state that he actually got out early for the family thing. That doesn't really bother me. You serve, you serve, Dom. I appreciate that. Um, I know in 2017, you were supposedly founding the financial advising and credit restoration company, Credit Cadaver. I just established, are you licensed? Um, apparently, I know you moved that company to a couple different places afterward, after that. And uh, I know that after 2020, you started your coverage of the presidential elections. I know that way back when, 2016, you own it, but you were against Donald Trump. Matter of fact, you, sh you had shirts that were being sold saying F Donald Trump. And then by uh, 2020, you realized you could get thousands upon thousands of followers by supporting Donald Trump. And you rode that train all the way in. And now you try to act as if you're doing something for the conservative party. Let me tell you, Dom, you are doing something for the conservative party. You're completely ruining it. Why are you completely ruining it? Because I know for a fact that right now, the type of coverage that you're giving is only furthering the divide. But here's the big name. The big name is in May of 2021, Dom McGee Lucra became the state director of Candace Owens nonprofit organization, Blexit, Tennessee. All right. And that is one of those great moments because you decided back then, you know, I think we're going to run eventually for public office. No shot, Dom, not as long as I'm around. I don't believe you can ever get into office. That is not just a challenge. That is a promise. There's too much out there. I don't care what good people may promise you that are very, very high up. That leads to this. Laura Loomer. Yep, you're on my radar. Michael Flynn, the good general. You're on my radar. Lauren Witzke, you're on my radar. And so many others. Stu Peters. Yep, you're on my radar too. Bold Americans, if you're not skeptical about some of these claims that people state that they are the end-all, be-all of, and you find out that they're making major money off of it, well, I don't know that you're doing your homework justly. Just as uh, I had a guest on last week, and I asked him, I said, what do you respond back to the people that are discrediting you saying that you're making money off of this? I'll allow people to speak. I'll allow people to go into that, but I am. I'm a natural skeptic at this point in time. If you're making money and you're cashing in, I have trouble believing if I don't know the character of somebody and these character traits that I just researched and I have evidence to back up on all my claims, tell me that if you're following Dom Lucre, that you might be part of the problem. You might be part of the problem in this country if you're getting fired up over things that he's posting and thinking that it's gospel truth because you're not following good character. And good character is where truth should lie. All right, Bold Americans, wrapping it up today. I am spent. That was a solid like 30-some-plus minutes of broadcasting. I'll be back. Take care, everybody. Hope I honor your time well. You've been listening to American Bolden with Greg Bolden. Be bold, America. Be bold, America.